Right, the assignment for Unit 1 then, which most people will be doing as a verbal assessment, so the guided conversation, which uh, you'll probably have heard about already. And the title of this unit is Developing Strategic Management and Leadership Skills. So you can see what the focus is on this. The credit value is 10, so it's a reasonably kind of crunchy and substantive module. The assignment brief. For your oral assessment, or obviously it's written if uh, you're choosing to do it as a written one, prepare notes for discussion for the guided conversation on the following themes. Number one, drawing on examples of leadership in practice and by reference to academic and other sources, explain why strategic management and leadership are important, how strategic decisions are influenced by different styles of leadership and management, and in what way theory can help us better understand why we need to select appropriate forms of leadership and management approaches and interventions. And we suggest that that meets assessment criteria 1.1 through to 1.3. And we'll come on to those in a second. The second element then, moving on to kind of more practical analysis away from the why this thing matters, select an organisation or business known to you, develop a leadership strategy for either the CEO or equivalent or the head of a constituent unit, e.g. a regional manager or other department head or something, that you can demonstrate would support one or more of a business's known strategic objectives and underpin with reference to appropriate theory. And that meets assessment criteria 2.1 and 2.2. Even more practical. Element three. Imagine that you've been appointed as a consultant to the board of a business which is underperforming. Could be the same one, could be a different one. You might need to be highly imaginative with this and we can assist in, uh, in helping you work out how to do that. Develop a plan which sets out the processes you would follow to A, review current leadership approaches and competencies, meeting assessment criteria 3.1. B, create a strategy to ensure that leadership supports organisational direction and that leaders will have appropriate skills to handle current and future challenges to the business, e.g. globalisation, political uncertainty, something else. And that meets assessment criteria, uh, criterion 3.2. And for the final element, next, with reference to leadership skills, set out a plan for how you would go about developing specific skills in a senior organisational context. An example I thought about is crisis management. It could be something else. And that meets assessment criteria 4.1, including ensuring that you reflect on the reasons why you selected the approaches detailed for leadership skill development, meeting assessment criteria criterion 4.2. So there really is quite a lot to cover uh, in this assignment, but also important to make sure that you don't over deliver because all of these topics, all of these elements uh, are, you know, big fields in their own. And, you know, it's a pass-fail um, process with the, with the assessment on these uh, Pearson units, but even so we want you to do the very best and to get a very high indicative grade of what you would have scored were this to be graded at university. So I suppose the easiest way of getting started is to, first of all, tell you that it's really, really important to define your terms. So even with something like leadership, where you kind of think, well, actually, surely everybody knows what lead leadership is, you know, following the first use of that term in the main body, although you could also do this in the introduction of your preparatory notes or your, your essay, if that's what you're writing, you know, have a definition of what leadership means for you or a couple that you really like. And they could be drawn from business or military or other contexts. And that then sets the frame for the reader to know that for the rest of the piece, that's what you mean when you, when you discuss uh, leadership. And the same with strategic management, strategic decisions, styles of leadership, all those things are 
you know, best tackled, first of all, by definitions. And for your own purposes, and sometimes for the purposes of assessment, it's really good just to start with a dictionary. Uh, otherwise, the FT lexicon or other sources can be used, Google, and of course, the PowerPoint slide decks and other resources that we provide as well. Anyway, our credo really is start with thinking and looking at the assignment brief and then worry about the precise detail of how you're going to gather the content because that's really what this task is all about later. So, you know, I hope you're listening to this uh, ahead of doing anything other than maybe having a quick uh, page through the PowerPoint decks which accompany this and the, and the other material. Because, first of all, let's find out what it is that we need to do before we worry about can we understand the stuff that we have to draw on. So moving on to the assessment criteria, each of which support a learning outcome, but I'm going to focus entirely on the assessment criteria here because they're the things that need to be evidenced. And I've given a rough, um, well, more than a rough, a precise view of how you could cover these assessment criteria in the relevant elements, one to four, that I just ran through. But in addition, you could do them somewhere else as well, or you could cover them more than once. Uh, be no harm in doing that, I think. So in terms of assessment criteria, then, let, uh, there's a lot of similarity between the units in how these are, are set up. So they become quite predictable after a while and they build up in, in complexity normally. Sometimes they just plunge in, but uh, that's the glory of, of Pearson's approach. Um, I'm afraid it's all out of our control. So assessment criteria 1.1, explain the link between strategic management and leadership. So again, a key thing, start with those definitions of each of those, strategic management and leadership. And I'm sure there are plenty of quotes out there which uh, discuss that link. So it isn't that you necessarily need to explain the link yourself. You need to understand there is a link. And ideally, here's one or more referenced quotes, open bracket, Hills, 1998, colon, one, if it's on page one, close brackets, and speech marks around your quote, and off you go. 1.2. Analyse the impact of management and leadership styles on strategic decisions. Okay, so we know that strategic decisions are varied in their quality um, and we can assume that they're um, impacted on by management and leadership styles which are different. And so what we're going to do is give some examples preferably and quotes for some, from some academics and others who've uh, opined on this topic. And 1.3, evaluate how leadership styles can be adapted to different situations. And again, always providing case studies, even in a, a line or two, is really, really handy. So the first one then meets the learning outcome of understand the relationship between strategic management and leadership. And uh, quite clearly, I think, you'll begin to see how these things contribute to meeting that, that uh, learning outcome. Now, what I think you should now do is page uh, down or scroll down or turn to the relevant section in the student handbook of further assessment guidance because that's going to give more fine-grained detail on what needs to be covered. Uh, sometimes this is uh, very detailed, sometimes uh, it's, it's almost a restatement just of the assessment criteria but anyway let's have a look for ones relating to 1.1, 1.2, 1.3. And it reads, for assessment criteria 1.2, learners can draw on their own practices as managers leaders using examples from their organisations or a suitable case study, and almost anything is suitable, to analyse the impact of different management and leadership styles on strategic decisions. This can be developed to evaluate how these styles have been adapted to meet challenges in at least two different situations and organisational contexts 
for assessment criteria 1.3. So you can you can um, start out by looking at an example and then continue it to, uh, to go into more detail um, between 1.2 and 1.3. And you need to look at at least two different situations and organisational contexts. So if I were you, I would do too. If you feel like doing three or more, that's fine. But remember, there is a limited amount of time or word count if you're doing this as a written version. Up to you. Um, but, you know, you've got to do at least two. And that, in a nutshell, is really how I think it's a great idea to begin tackling and scoping um, the amount of time you're going to need to do this and also to build your confidence that actually rather than trying to understand everything about these topics, actually the needs you have in, in terms of uh, content, of understanding, of quotes, of theories, of models, of case study examples is relatively limited. Um, and therefore, that should mean that when you do start plunging into the PowerPoint decks and then reading around those with uh, your good old friend Google, things become a lot more manageable and uh, you avoid rabbit holes and being incredibly demotivated by the breadth of some of these areas of study where even the sort of sub elements are massive disciplines and full of warring academics. So I hope that gives you a little bit of a flavour of how I think you should tackle the assignments in a very focused and high impact way to be very very efficient and cost effective with your time and I'll just quickly read through the other assessment criteria just so you um, get a feel for how the rest of the unit unfolds 2.1 review the impact that selected theories of management and leadership have on organizational strategy 2.2 create a leadership strategy that supports organizational direction so let's scroll down and have a look at the um, further assessment guidance for things that begin with 2, 2.1, 2.2. Learners need to apply theory to specific situations, i.e., um, you know, it can be a, a, a fictional one, a scenario, but they need to be specific, defined situations and create a realistic leadership strategy. They need to review a range, so no, no numbers there. They need to review a range of management and leadership theories and models, there's a lot out there, with the emphasis on current thinking. So, you know, don't delve around in the 19th century. The next bit, learners do not need to use lots of different theories to demonstrate wide-ranging knowledge. This is reassuring, but should draw on two or three relevant theories to illustrate understanding in the context of a selected organisation. So again, more reassurance, you don't need to understand everything. We're not expecting you to be an expert on this, just that what you do choose to draw on uh, should be well understood, well explained, and should ideally be things that you, you kind of buy into and, uh, and, and believe. Right, up to assessment criterions, criteria three and four. 3.1, use appropriate methods to review current leadership requirements in an organisation. 3.2, plan for the development of future situations requiring leadership. So again, emphasising the Pearson professional qualification, uh, emphasis on, on you know, practical delivery. I'm going to roll on to 4.1 and 4.2 for reasons that will become obvious in a second. Plan the development of leadership skills for a specific requirement, 4.1. And 4.2, report on the usefulness of methods used to plan the development of leadership skills. So if we go and have a look at the additional uh, guidance, learning outcomes 3 and 4 relate to the assessment of current and future leadership requirements to meet the challenges for a specific situation. And you can define what that is because otherwise it's really, really difficult to unpick and, and approach it. Learners need to plan for the development of leadership skills and report on the usefulness of the planning methods used to meet the requirements of assessment criteria 3.1, 3.2, 4.1 and 4.2. So it's kind of an audit, a critical analysis, 
um, uh, a somewhat cynical take or whatever on those things that you've uh, done for the assessment criteria just above. So you can see the build there and how we go from the kind of generic, why does this stuff even matter, to, ooh, there's academic theories and models, to let me apply it, to did that work and, you know, how could things be improved upon? So for this unit, then, I hope that's been a helpful introduction and a bit of a primer to get you going. And very good luck with your onward journey.